Regina Nissan, the presenting sponsor of Off the Hazel Podcast. And this month, you can get into the all-new Nissan during the Find Your Thrill event. Finance the 2021 Nissan Murano for 0% for 60 months. Or check out and pre-order the redesigned 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Make sure to head on down to Regina Nissan at 1111 Broad Street, Regina, Saskatchewan. Or visit them online at reginanissan.ca. And that's four birdies in a row for Drew Kosher to close out the day with a smooth 69, ladies and gentlemen. And would you look at that, Troy Kosher stripes one right down the middle on the wrong fairway. The Reverend can't drive, he can't hit his irons, and he can't putt, but boy can that guy drink. You're listening to Off the Hosel, presented by Nissan Regina. Now here's your host, Drew Kosher, and co-host, Troy McClure Kosher. Hey, everybody. We're back for another episode of Off the Hosel, episode 106. My name is Drew Kosher. I'm your host. Not joined by my brother today. He took the week off. He's working. Joined by stat guy, Rip. And we also have Tori Coglin. I'm not sure where he is this time, but he's in a hotel Turner's on Zoom as well. The boys have a great guest on today. Um, what's going on, boys? What's up? What's happening? Just mucking Swedish berries. Have a good time. I wonder why Troy couldn't come. Maybe because his Android got in the way or something like that. <laughs> You're fucking dick. <laughs> All right, so Turner's here. Uh, Tori, what's up? What's going on? Not much. I'm actually in near Eureka, California. Went and watched the sunset today over the Pacific. That was pretty dope because I've never seen the Pacific. Um, speaking of Swedish berries, boys, what is your favorite like snack food? Oh, so obviously Swedish berries. No free peppers. ads, but Miss Vicky is the blue bag. Oh. We can have anything like chocolate bars too. Yeah, oh. go. Oh, Henry. I mean, we can. We can. Oh, Henry. Go. Yeah. Oh, close. Mine oh, good. Oh, Henry. Oh, Henry. Yeah. I'm also a Quizno kind of guy. That's a good snack food. Just Quiznos, a little sub. What about what about chips? Chips. Miss Vicky's said that. Uh, Salt and vinegar. Dude, I don't know. Sun chips. I'm a big fan. Oh, those are good. Oh yeah, dude. harvest cheddar. Yeah. I got a big bag right over there. Oh. Not gonna lie. I put them on my sandwiches at lunch. <laughs> Fuck you, are American. <laughs> That's so good, dude. Now where are you going? Tori's left the room. Okay, quickly here before we jump around too far, got to mention this is a Nissan-driven podcast. Number one place, getting your next vehicle, oil change, or any vehicle-related needs. Located on 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. It's time today to make the switch to drive Nissan. Um, yeah. Okay, open pit. Let's get right to it. Turner, where are we at this weekend? What's up? What's happening? Dude, where's your car? Dude, where's my car? Uh, road trip to Calgary this weekend. Stayed at the same hotel that Rod the Bod Peterson was at this week. Oh. Gray Eagle. Gray Eagle Resort. Casino attached to it. Got bodied by the Nino. Paid their lighting bill for the week. You're welcome. And then uh, didn't, we didn't play well as a team this weekend. Got fucking swept. Suck it. That's not very good. Sorry to hear that. No. Up on the wallet. Yeah, <laughs> I have a funny video. Me and Holtz are roommates on the road. We still got to get Holtz on the pod. Yeah, I know. It's it's me and Holtz walking out of the casino, and it's me holding our empty wallets, and there's walk of shame for room 308. Shoes in your other hand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's tough. Well, yeah. you can't win them all, you know? Yeah, is what it is. Tori, what's up with you, buddy? What's going on? Watched a little football this morning. Man, I had a big day. Got, got up early. I was in and out of Walmart before 7.30. Nice. Huge day. Had a hot tub before 9. It was good. Good day. Watched a little football. Went to the beach. That's about all that's up with me. West Coast living. You got it, man. Uh, big night for Troy and Tori last night. 
as both of our teams won, which was very exciting. That Oiler Flames game was deadly. Yeah, they won for once. It's good to see. It's pretty <laughs> they tried to lose it. Two they got, down. They got down early. They got shit on by uh, Florida the night before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a beat down. Jersey tosses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, how about Brad Marchand? Speaking of uh, hockey guys, you know, that guy is running the internet right now. Owns it. Can you imagine being an athlete just owning an organization through social media? Mm-hmm. What do, you, what do you say this week? Uh, well, basically, he came out for warm-ups one time, grabbed the guy's phone that was like filming him, grabbed it, and was like, what's up? <clears throat> Brad Mar- or BM63, what's up? I'm having a night tonight. I don't know whose phone this is, so peace. See ya. Gave the phone back, and then basically when the other jerseys were on the ice, spitting chicklets put a post out saying, like, um, more jerseys on the ice, and he, like, comments, like, and you wonder why they won't sign back their kind of thing, the dry side on McDavid. So, yeah, he's on a roll. Stay hot. Stay hot, San Diego. Or he likes to say, boom. Bam. Hey, last week's guest. Thoughts, boys? I was not a part of it, so I will. Didn't listen. Just leave it at that. Appreciate it. Of course, what are your thoughts on last week's? Oh. Never mind. Sorry. Rob Shrimp. Remember? Yeah. No, he was dead. Wicked, wicked, wicked. I, th- I thought you were talking about today's guest. That's all right. Turner, thoughts on last week's guest? Yeah. Love Shrimpy. Very intelligent hockey human. Um, I don't know. Just the shit that he was – like how he explained how he saw hockey and the way he played and stuff like that, he was never taught any of that. That was self-taught just by examining what worked and what didn't. So just to hear his side, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a great interview. Yeah, I don't know. I loved uh, Rob Stramley, just like kind of what Turner said, you know, like super intelligent, funny. What are you doing? Don't worry about it. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, so good dude, funny, intelligent, no complaints. Uh you guys watch golf as we did or no? Watch golf? A little bit. Kept up with the scores. There was a bunch of Bama guys in the field. Well, Canadians, run, us run us through it. Canadians struggled a bit. We had uh, Connors miss the cut. Hang on, I'm pulling up the leaderboard. Huh? Well, just Connors missed the cut. Uh, Canadian-wise, Roger Sloan, T14. But that's about it. And I Hudson Swafford, a Georgia alum, won it. Georgia. 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 When the lights go down in Georgia. What a tune. If okay. Brian Harmon came third, he's Georgia too. There it is. What, Bulldogs uh, are on fire. Hey, um, hockey. I'm just going to have an NHL I saw. The Oilers going to find a goal, you think, for the deadline? Well, they need to. Koskinen's fucking junk. Yeah. He played good last night, throwing yeah. it out there. Oh, fuck, Prime. He yeah. sucked, dude. You know what his job is to do, Tori? His job is to stop pucks. Well, his job. He had, a, he had a few big saves last night, sticking up for him. Wasn't it 7-6 final? No, uh, 4-3. Really? <laughs> it was not 7-6. <laughs> felt like 7-6. Oh, my goodness. Confirming as we speak. This is ridiculous. You're welcome, listeners. It's been a great show so far. (laughs) Uh, The teddy bear toss. Oh, 5-3 because there was an empty netter. Thank you. Dry saddle scored with like 0.1 left. That's right. Yeah, teddy bear toss. Bring that up. That was wild. Yeah. uh, They always have one of the bigger ones. Hershey. Wasn't there 53,000 teddy bears on the the ice? What's up? 53,000, I think I saw on Twitter. Oh, my goodness. Well, like. The reason why I saw it was because I'm pretty good buddies with Garrett Pilon, yeah. and he's pretty big on social media and stuff. And he he jumped into the big pile and made a big deal about it, and it's kind of funny. Yeah, I can't believe how many teddy bears there was. It's awesome, awesome to see. Um, what else we got here? I'm ready to clean up. Troy had the baseball talk last week. They're still on a strike, locker, whatever you want to call it. Um. He was pissed off about that last night I was talking to him. Yeah. 
He loves baseball. He's an angry elf. <laughs> um, NHL. I had a good point. Oh, how about Jan beating the wheels off Logan Stanley? Yeah, good. Big old. I was, I was sitting with Scotty, who's a big Jets fan. And uh, he hates watching hockey with, like, all the local guys. Because, like, we watch Nashville quarterback as a junior. And um, we just, like, we obviously blow him because he's having a hell of a year. And, like, he's just a really good hockey player. Fucking runs guys, fights, scores goals. Now he's in the rookies, leading for points. And then he beat the wheels off one of his Winnipeg boys. So we were just giving it to him. He's having a year. Good to see yeah. too. He's coming he's on soon. Get, like, a, like he's got another year in his contract, I believe. And uh, if he has another, like even half as good as this year, he'll be making two, three million dollars. Next, yeah, I can't wait to, to borrow them. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I got his drink. He does, but not. Uh, okay. I had, I don't know. I had so many. Oh, actually, here's one thing for you guys today. I was walking into to play rec hockey tonight, men's league, and. I shit you not, this guy got out of his truck. I did the old, like, look around, let me make sure no, no one's looking. But I was walking, like, 100 feet behind him. This guy grabbed a handful of snow, let it one of these, and then did his hair on the way into the rink. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, oh nice. Guy used fresh pow for his hair. I couldn't believe it. He had nine strands of hair, but he did, he did it right in there. It was wild. Who was who he trying to impress? I don't know. I was shocked as the next guy walking behind me. I was walking into the rink, I guess. Well, we got to get to the bottom of this. Like, I don't know. I mean, I use hair product. I mean, like, majority snoring. of the world. Hey, th- this kind of reminds me of on Letterkenny when he's talking about, like, so I was in the airport and this guy's taking a piss at the urinal and he's on his iPad. What could be so important? And he goes on for like two episodes about it. I want to know what the fuck this guy was doing. Like, obviously, to make his hair look wet, but is he trying to impress the boys? I don't know. I mean, I, maybe, he a, maybe he's meeting a gal there. I'm not sure. I just thought it was super weird that he just grabbed a handful of snow and threw it on his head. Did like, he have a hockey bag with him? No. Walking in, like, he was out of – I I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I almost turned around went home. I almost, like, put my gear in my bag. I'm like, this guy didn't use hair product. He used snow. I'm not going to sleep well tonight. I, I got to figure this out. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep well tonight. <laughs> We've got – he didn't have a hockey bag. He threw a coat on, look, did the old double look, handful of snow, let it melt out, and then just did his hair. I'm trying to think of anything that was going on tonight, three. Like maybe there's a Bantam or a midget game going. Sure, is playing, came to watch me. Yeah. What, what are we talking about age wise here? 40 to 55. Hmm. He's going to listen to this podcast, but fuck, that was me. Shorter He's probably fat. running around on his old lady. Shorter, fat, uh, stocky, tall, you know, 6'1, Bill. Good build. Okay. Called Crime Stoppers of the guy. Yeah. Putting snow in his hair. You gonna get a sketch artist? <laughs> Do we have a make model in year of the car? I don't know. It was a truck. Long story short, he used okay. snow to put it in his hair for hair product. Moral of the story, a little weird. I've never seen it. Still not as bad as shaving your face while driving. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that a was tough, a tough one. Tough look. Being an Android. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. Well, what else we got here before we go to our guest today? Tori, you must have something for us on the road all the time. Man, I, I got poison oak. You got oak? No, it's like fucking, it's, you see how it's like red there? Yeah. Again, listeners, you're welcome. It's fantastic <laughs> stuff here. No, it's like poison ivy, but it's not as bad, but it, it spreads like wildfire so i've been living in the hot tub trying to dry it out so i don't have to go to the doctor because the doctor give you these like steroid pills yeah, not that kind of steroid unfortunately don't scratch your nuts with that arm no hey so the guy that i the guy that i work with like he's my kind of teammate we work in pairs of two he got it about two days before me and he's got it on his on his action oh no really? yeah he That's showed tough. up the other day and i was like did you get fucked up last night and he's like no why i was like Dude, your face is a mess. Like his face is all puffy and red, and his eyes look like shit. No. It messed with you. He told me he had it on his junk too. Oh boy! It's like uh, we are the Millers, and the guy gets bigger. <laughs> his nuts are huge. Oh, <laughs> Kenny, that's Kenny, a funny Kenny movie. Miller. That is a great movie. Fuck off, real life, Ned Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> hey neighbor. 
Okay. I, I feel like this podcast has given anyone listening now no knowledge of what we do. But our guest today, Turner and I sat down with him. He played against him growing up. I used to, you know, play hockey with him on the outdoor rink and grew up with him. Reese Johnson, former captain of the Red Deer Rebels. Um, did they win a member? No, they lost. But they he was in a mem cup. And he plays in the NHL now for the Chicago Blackhawks. Coming back off injury. Uh, first class kid. Great dude. Nothing but respect. Um, rip thoughts on this one because Tory wasn't there. Yeah, awesome. Awesome kid. Um, I grew up with him and stuff like that. I haven't, I haven't talked to him in a few years, but it's good to catch up. Um, it's cool to get a guy who went fucking viral for mean getting punched in the dick. The old dick, dick punch. The old dick punch. Yeah. Yeah. He got punched in the in the junk by uh, Tony D'Angelo. So, and he also punched Tony in the face really, really hard. So, um, really, yeah. really hard. <laughs> he's a tough kid, tough customer. Uh, he's a national leader now. So, uh, Reese Johnson, uh, boys, we hope you enjoy it. Off the Huzzle is proudly presented by Cutter and Buck Clothing. Cutter and Buck clothing is crafted for your active lifestyle, engineered for exceptional versatility, so it'll be perfect for work, work from home, travel, date night, golf, walking, boating, hiking, and entertaining. Their clothing is thoughtfully engineered with performance features like moisture wicking, stretch, UPF for sun protection, and with easy care and time-saving features such as durable collars, added spandex, and blended fabrics that are comfortable and stylish. Cutter and Buck shares their commitment to sustainability with their commitment to sustainable products, sustainable operations, and sustainable production. When you choose Cutter and Buck clothing, you are getting the genuine spirit of the Pacific Northwest. Check out Cutter and Buck on all their social media platforms. All righty, we're pleased to be joined today by, by a guy that I grew up with, playing on the outdoor rink, crushing hot dogs and Pepsis. Captain of the Red Deer Rebels at one point, now currently playing for the Chicago Blackhawks at the NHL. After all that, we're pleased to have on, and one of the best nicknames I ever gave him back then was Reese's Pieces, pretty easy, Johnson. Reese Johnson, thanks for hopping on, buddy. Hey, guys. Yeah, it's great to, great to be on. I'm glad we could uh, make it work. I'm excited. Awesome. Okay, bud. Let's uh, get right into it. What's, uh, what's new with you? What's happening? Um, you know, how's the injury front? Where are you at? Yeah, I mean, uh, the injury's coming along. I broke my collarbone i think it's been five and a half weeks now so i uh, actually just started some upper body resistance work a couple of days back so hopefully get back on the ice skating next week which uh, i'm looking forward to got a lot of good people working with me here in chicago but uh yeah i'm just looking forward to getting back on the ice still got probably about five to six weeks until i'm back playing ready for contact but Things are looking up, so it's good. The first couple of weeks of being in the sling are always tough, but it's part of it. So, yeah. What arm is it? Uh, it's my right arm. So oh, tough one in your ass for a little bit, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a tough one. I uh, getting dressed, things like that. Yeah. It's, it was never fun, but so I, inconvenient. I, I was used to being in the sling from a couple of shoulder surgeries back in junior. So I uh, got used to it. So, yeah. Okay. So not that you're old at all. Cause I mean, like I said in the intro, you know, you're younger than I am, but let's backtrack to a young Reese Johnson for people that don't know what you're up to, you know, sports hobbies. Um, yeah. Let the people know. Yeah. I think, uh, well, growing up in Regina with you, we, uh, one thing that came to mind when you, I, we talked about doing the podcast was all the uh, mini sticks we used to play. I think we uh, had a pretty good setup. I mean, oh, it seemed like it seemed like we uh, were kind of on the big stage. We had the, we'd announced the starting lineup, <laughs> things like that. I mean, thinking back to those days, but I mean, growing up, I loved to do all, all the sports, playing football in the park across the street, you know, biking around, hanging out with buddies. But I mean, I think, some good memories I have from being a kid growing up in Regina is the backyard ring, playing many sticks, having you, having you over and all that kind of things. I mean, I, I miss that. And I, uh, yeah, just thinking about that brings back a lot of memories for sure. That's when I found out I loved hot dogs. 
700 hot dogs just, you know yeah, you, hot dogs and just crush them no bun too you would you would put back quite a few of those <laughs> yeah they've caught it to me now that's for sure <laughs> hey actually one th- i you brought that up mini sticks remember the one time you stuck me in the eye and like my eye was like completely like cut open like we used were sticks. oh yeah and then he had I- a cat so then I found out I was allergic to cats. It like swelled up. Like I looked like <laughs> Stewie Griffin. It was unbelievable. I actually I forgot about that, but I, I, I have faint memories of that. You were leaking pretty good, actually. I felt pretty tough. Got a bleeder. It's, it's oh, even yeah. worse if you get caught with the mini sticks now. Like I always tell I like my billet brothers and junior, they have like you guys know the mini sticks nowadays. You don't even have to go on your knees. Yeah. You're standing up, you got the curve, the bower sticks. We'd be heating them up over the stove, you know. <laughs> Curving them over the stove. Okay. I want to bring up before we get going too far here. And obviously I talked to you, you know, your brother, we grew up over the same age. We talked quite a bit still here and there, how much an impact he had on, you know, you, cause we, like I said, we, you know, we played hockey on the backdoor rank and all that. I mean, and we're going to talk about just how tough you are. Like fuck buddy. Like what did Wyatt do for you? You know, kind of thing. Like, cause he, you know, obviously you followed his steps playing in the Western league and, you know, just walk through that for us. Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, it's got brought up a couple times since I turned pro and I really, it's tough to find a good place to start, but, uh, he's, I truly don't think I'd be where I am without him today. You know, he growing up, we were best buddies still are today, you know, getting back, like backyard rank stuff. I mean, we'd have some pretty good battles back there. I think, uh, that kind of stuff helped me kind of grow to the player I am today. I mean, just, like the toughness side of it I think he showed me a lot of that and I mean it's not like we're having fist fights back there but I mean just the little things oh we bullied you yeah I mean yeah hey yeah that I I don't mind that uh, that's good but yeah why it definitely uh, helped me a lot along the way I mean especially being able to play with him in junior it was pretty special I uh he helped me lots for sure. Uh, just the way he led the team. I mean, his leadership skills, being able to uh, help out the young guys like myself and other guys when we were there was pretty special. And then for me to kind of take on captaincy a couple of years later was super awesome. But I mean, the the things he's taught me along the way, um, kind of, I'll never forget for sure. So it's, it's pretty special. Right behind No. Um, well, just as I've, I've played him a few times and um, he seems like a fantastic guy. I don't know him really personally, but just guys, you see guys respect him and how long he's been in our league, which, um, you know, he's had a few injury problems over the years. So, but uh, yeah, you make very good points and I think he's an awesome dude. Um, yeah, totally. So yeah, it, uh, I mean, the injury part of things is it's tough, but I mean, it's, it's part of the game. I, uh, Still think he uh, he's got it and he still loves the game, so it's awesome. We chat lots. We're always talking after my games and his games. He's still helping me, giving me little pointers here and there. And but uh, yeah, I definitely uh, there's no uh, no other place where I kind of got my grit from. I guess I don't know really how to put it, but he definitely uh, showed me the showed me the grit and uh, the hard work. I mean, he he truly actually did teach me what hard work was and that I don't think I'd be playing professional hockey without that. So. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. Let's talk about your career a little bit here. And it, it moved pretty quickly. Um, started with the pristine team in Saskatoon Blazers. I played there. Not a big deal. Uh, Wyatt <laughs> did, and then you. So, and then you played against Turner in a couple of years, I believe in midget um, or U18, sorry. Walked us through your time, you know, in Saskatoon and obviously, you know, program the, not that I would have done anything for you there, but you know, your brother paving the way again, I don't know, walk us through your, you know, your experience there, your time there, uh, you know what they did for you. Yeah. So, uh, I think it was when I was 15, I, uh, what is it? What is midget 15, 16, 17, right? Yeah. 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 So when I was 15, I, uh, went and I was, I know my, my dad was a little nervous for me going to the tryouts there just because I was pretty small. I don't even know how big I was at 15, but I was still pretty small. Um, I mean, maybe five, eight, buck 40, buck 50 soaking wet. Like I was pretty skinny. I hadn't filled out at all, but I remember going to camp and all these 17 year olds, pretty big dudes. Like, I mean, for me anyway, but I actually ended up 
uh, making the team and I was, uh, pretty happy with that. And then, uh, yeah, I had a, had an all right year, kind of nothing crazy. I mean, I'm not putting up any numbers really or anything, but, um, yeah, that, and I actually think I, uh, had an injury there in practice. I think it was a one-on-one drill midway through the season and Keenan Choman, I remember he's a great dude, but he kind of tripped me up. I was took him wide and I went full steam into the end boards. I separated my shoulder, oh. broke my left, broke my left collarbone. So that was a tough one. That was one of the first real injuries I, uh, I had. And then, uh, yeah, 15 year old year. I mean, it was fun. Met some good buddies, but 16 year old year, I actually, uh, felt like I kind of, I put on some weight and put on some size. So I felt like I had a better year there. Um, ended up getting listed. I think I went to camp as a 15 year old in Red Deer and then uh, got listed after that. Played 16 year old year again in Saskatoon with the Blazers and we uh, we were okay. We didn't have a great team. I mean, I don't know if you guys kind of similar to when you were there, coach, but uh, yeah, I think they got better after I left. So it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, we we had a ton of fun though. Like, I mean, some of the guys, I, a couple of my best buddies to this day, were from the Blazers and uh, Brad Bigsby, Jake Lecision, uh, all those guys. Hey. Yeah, Austin Swyston was the it was the attendee. So yeah, um, we we still keep in touch quite a bit to this day. But yeah, no, and then when I was sixteen, had a pretty good year, but I um didn't i obviously came back to midget after uh rebels camp there and then made the jump to uh red deer after that so yeah before turn jumps and that's actually funny you mentioned that because i'm pretty sure i made the team because why it made red deer and then connor made <laughs> Kinsley. that's exactly how it happened so gazer made kendo and then why was supposed to play an estevan but they ended up making red deer so i was like oh, no, yeah. thanks boys oh, opened up a couple spots <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hoping to play with them, but they actually did me a favor. So you got quite a few goals that year, didn't you? I remember my. I had a hot stick for a while there, yeah. And then uh, I found my way in the fourth line, and and then the old saying goes: if you're not playing, you go home. So, um, ended up going home. But no, it was, I love my time there. It was a great, great program yeah. and good dude. So yeah, it was. It's a good spot. We uh, there's really no battle like that around Saskatoon. The Saskatoon contacts and the Blazers going at it in the show holy smokes that's the best best game that i played i think yeah i never played in the show turner probably has I, i've yeah, only it's, i've only it's played disgusting i played the one game blazers versus contacts in the trace and usually it's you know how it is dressed at a seat night in that rink but <laughs> it was filled to the max and i was like this i'm in the show this is perfect I got, <laughs> this is how old i am i got two brand new reebok like 20k sticks i think that's what they're called they were yeah. so sick taped up <laughs> wax looking great Ross Needy, I come across the middle twice in a row and like back to back chest, <laughs> shatter both my sticks. I didn't could, stick. Ross could lay the body, that's for sure. He was a big dude. He actually he went to my uh, high school. I remember he'd always be in the gym. He's he's a big friend. Oh yeah, <laughs> unit. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move on to your junior career now with the wagon red deer. So, um, kind of just give the people what the background of what it's like being a rebel and hanging around the Sutters all the time. Before you do that, yeah. Turner calls it the Sutter effect. The Sutter effect. <laughs> hey, that's that. I've never heard that. That's actually a really good point. I might have to start using that one. <laughs> um, no, my uh, my time in Red Deer. Um, I'll never forget those four years I spent. I uh, was very fortunate um, to play in Red Deer. I, I really think. I mean, I never had an opportunity to play anywhere else in junior, but. I think that is a very, very elite um, Western League team. They treat you uh, very well. Uh, the Sutters did a, do a really good job there. Um, everywhere from like, the facility, the, the meals, I mean, the, just the way you're treated, you're treated like a professional. They, uh, they truly want their players to move on to the next level. But uh, yeah, great, great spot to play. Um, lived with the same billets for all four years, so. That was pretty awesome. Got to got to know see the kids grow up, uh, young young billet brothers. So that was good. I uh, yeah, looking back, like from when I was seventeen to twenty, it's crazy. But like those are truly the years where I, I grew up and kind of changed as a player. Um, when I was, I dealt with a couple a uh, couple shoulder surgeries, dislocated my one shoulder actually. Uh, 
uh, why, well, when my older brother, why it got traded, just for the people that are listening, uh, he got traded to Spokane. Um, he got hit pretty dirty by uh, by a guy on another team. So I, uh, I felt the need to scrap him after that. And the next game we played, I, I fought the guy. And actually, that was my first dislocation in my left shoulder. So that was a tough one. And then exactly a year after that, when I was 18, I dislocated my other one. So when I was going into my nine-year-old year, I think I had 35 games played in the Western League. So I was <laughs> I was... I was I was hearing it for sure. Guys were telling me I still had to sit at the at the front of the bus, but I uh, <laughs> I told them to kick rocks at that point. So, but no, Red Deer, um, great spot. I uh, yeah. If you guys have any other questions, I, I love talking about Red Deer. It's it's truly a first class organization. Uh, like I said, super super cool to play with Wyatt there. I mean, uh, would have been nice to play there longer with them, but uh, it is what it is. All right, so we're, we'll stay on the, the Red Deer kick here. Let's talk about the Memorial Cup and that kind of roster. The, like, you guys are stacked. I'm looking at it right now. You got Flurry, DeBrusque, um, Paul and Chuck, who lights up U of A. Uh, you got yourself, Lane, Noje. Like, I could I could talk forever. Philip, it's nuts. Lane Peterson? Yeah. 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 I, was, I was on his line for, like, four games. I felt like <laughs> redder. I was Curry to his redder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely uh, uh, pretty – pretty solid squad there um it uh i was unfortunate i i mean i i really don't know if i would have been in the lineup if i was uh healthy but i actually always tell people i kind of they're like they ask me how was the mem cup like uh what was it like i was like honestly i was just a fan for it i, I had been home recovering from surgery uh for a couple months i went back i uh, i had the whole fan experience it was it was super cool that the whole city was just electric every night there is packed i've never seen it like that especially the centrium uh, beer gardens after uh, not that i was of age to go to the beer garden but uh, i'll keep that one yeah uh, maybe a couple bud lights or something but nothing crazy but it was that that team was that was really cool it would have been nice to uh, go a little further and do better in the tournament but i mean if you look at that tournament that year the london won it and their yeah. team just yeah they they were they were going to be tough to beat so they uh we talk about evan pola this guy looked like he was 35 years old at eight <laughs> Pola like, was a yeah. man he's ahead of his uh, time <laughs> he's definitely one of the tougher well probably the toughest one of the like best toughest heavyweight scrappers i've played with i mean uh still play I, he's uh where's he playing now he's in the oilers organization yes. is he still there yeah oh he uh he's with the moose actually manitoba okay. moose yeah so uh, play against him in the American League quite a bit, but he uh, definitely a nice guy to kind of be buddies with, so you don't have to go toe to toe with him. Yeah, Reeser, I want to ask uh, after your Western League career, you know, you played six games in the American League. Uh, I think a lot of guys do that after their kind of their last year. What was that like? You know, your first taste of pro, and then was there ever a thought, you know, maybe after that was a hey, I should just you know get enrolled at U of S, or were you like, hey, I want to play pro and I'm I'm going to do it, and I'm going to work for it. Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, like kind of just going back a bit when I was 20 in junior, I, uh, definitely had hopes to go, uh, move on to pro, but it was definitely in the back of my mind to use my scholarship and go to school. I actually had a uh, pretty good interest in being a police officer, RCMP, something in law enforcement like that. So, but, uh, I was fortunate enough to sign my contract and then going to play, uh, those games kind of just, just made it, uh, more clear to me that I, I wanted to pursue the professional career. Um, and I mean, I'm super happy I did, uh, definitely nice to have those, uh, backup plans, as you could say in uh, junior to go use your scholarship. And I mean, people move on to do great things like that, but. Uh, yeah, it was definitely nice. So in 20, in the 2020, 2021 season, you get in your first NHL game, walk us through this. You know, we love this stuff, you know, walk the, the day leading up to it, the phone call. Uh, yeah. You name it. Walk us through it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of a funny year with the uh, COVID and all um, as it was, but uh, I think just the night before I was staying at a hotel here in Chicago and uh, got the, got the text actually just from coach Colleton at the time. And 
he basically just told me uh, I'm in tomorrow. And I mean, it, it was pretty surreal. I mean, the feelings, I think I probably, I think I texted why at first and then uh, my girlfriend and my parents, but I think uh, just excitement. I mean, I think that's something that I was working towards my whole life. Definitely really nervous. Like looking back on those first couple of games to when I, I'm in the lineup now, the nerves are definitely a lot calmer and, kind of it can kind of take it take it all in and actually enjoy it a little more I mean I definitely enjoyed it but you're I was definitely pretty nervous I mean I hadn't played a I hadn't played a game in like since the the season before I mean like when it got when I got shut down in the American League so I was wow. like I mean I we had camp and some preseason stuff but I mean I hadn't played a real game in quite some time so I was definitely nervous but all the guys here um the veteran guys coaching staff did a did a great job making me feel as comfortable as I could but it was definitely pretty cool I mean I just wanted to go out there and kind of finish some checks and move my feet so yeah and Steve was was there any fans yeah when you played yeah that's right don't don't get scored on <laughs> Reese was there any fans when you played your first game no there wasn't so that was, that was oh. definitely a little weird yeah like I think uh, like the first game I had with fans, it was, it was a lot different. Um, it was almost kind of nice to, uh, I mean, there's pros and cons to not having fans in your first game. Maybe would have been a little more nervous, but, but yeah, no fans was, it was definitely, it's so weird playing with no fans. Like um, it's, just, it's just not the same. You need the fans in the building for sure. Yeah. Um, did you, did you still do the solo lap then? <laughs> no, I actually didn't. I, uh, oh, just I don't know. I haven't, I haven't even brought oh, that yeah. up to the guys. I might have to uh, let them know what, what's up with that. But yeah. uh, it might be the, one of the only ones without a solo lap. Well, they're, they're shocked he played four years in the West Lane playing 35 games. So they're like, yeah, you probably don't need to do a rookie lap. <laughs> He's still a rookie in the dub. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Still uh, still trying to get 100 games in the West <laughs> Hey, do you know that I was like the second person to break the news on Twitter that day? Really? There was a reporter for Chicago, and then I did it, and then it like blew up. I mean, humble brag, but we hey, had on. Uh, oh, thanks, Barstool Chief. You're that guy from uh, does all the Barstool yeah. stuff for for Chicago. Yeah, and he was like, "No, the prospects of like Reese Johnson and Brendan Hagel and this and that, blah blah." It sounds like he's playing probably pretty soon here. I'm like, okay, so I kind of like started following Chicago, and then it was like, this reporter's like. Johnson draws in the lineup tonight. Mike, boom, stole it, tweeted it for like every gotcha one and then blew it up. And then, yeah, I was like, my guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was pumped. Yeah, it was, I, I couldn't believe the amount of text messages I, and um, phone calls, uh, Twitter messages I got from people along the way that I grew up with and family and friends. It was, it was actually was crazy I, I took like a week replying because I, I wanted to make sure I replied to everyone saying thanks a lot like it means a lot but it it honestly probably took me a week just to respond and to each person individually because there's so many people reaching out so it means a lot I mean there's a lot of people that help you out along the way and it's pretty special when they reach out like that well that's why I think when your IG account got like suspended or hacked because I asked your brother I was like talking to you on there and then it was gone I'm like did I just block me? Like now he's like, too cool or what? <laughs> yeah, too many messages. No, I, I, I actually still don't have Instagram. My, uh, it got hacked. Yeah, kind of right, right before that. So I, uh, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan. Oh, like I mean, I, I, I like Twitter. I use all that. Trying the social media doesn't really do it for me much. So, so here's a question because I was talking to Wyatt. Speaking of all, obviously all the injuries, you know, that's a kick in the deck for anyone. But the punch in the dick, Tony D'Angelo, the fight, um, was it the dick punch? That was it was? Yeah, the dick punch. <laughs> Walk us through the fight, Reese. Um, yeah. You still there? You lose him? Reese on pause? Oh, he's there. I can, uh, you, you guys are kind of cutting out. You, you're, I'm getting you back here. There Hold on. There we go. We're good. We're good yeah, now? There we go. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Walk us through the the D'Angelo fight. Um, obviously, yeah. cracked a couple of times, but the whole dick punch. <laughs> oh, lost me again. <laughs> it's actually kind of a something I just laughed at after. Um, the fight itself. I mean, we were we were losing uh, kind of bad in Carolina, and 
Uh, I know he's a guy that uh, isn't afraid to do that. So, I, I mean, I respect the hell out of that. Um, and uh, yeah, I just asked him after he, we had a little scuffle in the first period or something. He, he said, let me know anytime or something. So I, whatever, he went back to the bench and in the third, in the third period, we were down. I, I don't even remember what we were down, but I just said, Hey, Tony, like we should, uh, it's probably a good time for, for me anyway. And I respect that he dropped the gloves with me, but uh, th that was actually one of the loudest, the, the loudest games. Those fans in Carolina are awesome by the way, but uh, nice. They, they, go ahead no i said nice sorry uh, yeah 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 but uh yeah and then pretty good scrap i mean we both landed a couple and then uh i actually the the low punch i actually didn't uh i didn't even feel it in yeah, the fight i mean you're yeah i didn't even notice i mean i i'm sure obviously you didn't mean to it's kind of just in a funny position but it's definitely a hilarious kind of i know there's a couple memes out there or whatever yeah why well, i was sending us videos <laughs> yeah yeah but uh but no I, I i didn't see it until after on twitter it kind of blew up or whatever but i so i was kind of laughing but uh, nothing nothing too crazy rip Nick. tanner days yeah well we'll talk about those legends have you like what are the do, first off do they know your first name and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh what have you learned from guys like that like Kaner Taze and um are they pretty open to helping you young guys all the time and making you guys better? Yeah. Um, those guys have been, uh, incredible leaders, um, and helped me out along the way a ton. Um, I, uh, it was definitely pretty cool. I mean, those guys like taser is probably one of my, him and him and cross were probably my two favorite players growing up. So, I mean, to be able to suit up with him and just see him tying his skates beside me or whatever in the locker room was pretty cool. I mean, same with, Kaner, those uh they're legends in the game but they, they're pretty awesome dudes i mean they're uh just just normal guys that uh, love the game uh taser he sits in front of me on the plane and um, we've had some pretty good chats got to know him pretty well he's a, he's helped me out along the way a ton uh just little things help you be calm kind of cool collected when you're going out on the ice if you're a little nervous or whatever like that uh, showing you a little tips and tricks helping me out with face-offs before after practice uh, little things like that and then uh, just just being able to watch Kaner I mean I uh, I don't think I'll ever come close to having uh, his skill set but just being able to watch and kind of bring little things into my game uh, just the calmness patience like it, it, it helps everyone no matter like I'm not if you're not a skill guy you still watching those really skilled players can help your game a lot but those those guys are pretty awesome and then having like uh duncan keith and seabrook around andrew shaw those guys that i got Kidding. was fortunate enough to meet uh pretty cool too dunks uh dunks helped me out with some uh cool little breathing exercise i don't know if he'll ever listen to this <laughs> but he might he might appreciate if i say that but uh, yeah dunks dunks pretty pretty awesome guy too i actually um when i was out in penticton this last summer i was fortunate enough to go go see his place on the water and uh check out his pad but yeah those guys what uh, a city hey <laughs> yeah penticton is great did you, did I, you I play? played yeah i played a year there that's right it's yeah. it's beautiful out there man that's that's awesome did you, you obviously liked it oh i loved it i like when i first moved there i'm like there's no way this is in canada like i just came from <laughs> so, it's like plus 35 out i got there mid-august i'm like no way this is canada right now I know my uh, my agent actually lives in Penticton. He's kind of got an acreage just outside the downtown or city area. And it was my first time there last summer. It's beautiful. I told him I got to make a trip out of that every summer. Told him good good wine country. I don't know if you guys are into the wine tastings and things like that. But oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Hot white dogs wine and wine. Red, wine. <laughs> red or white don't he's matter dipping, he's dipping yeah. hot dog buns and wine <laughs> <laughs> soaking them easier to get down <laughs> like joey chestnut racer yeah. who's uh who's your stallmates in the room uh i'm actually i mean i'm actually on the end uh and uh and we have a practice rink and game rink but uh carpy sits behind me or beside me ryan carpenter beside me and at uh, the united center carpy is also another guy um very uh, kind of like 
similar players. I mean, I, I really like his game and I think I, we have a similar game. He, he's helped me out a ton too. Really, uh, really good guy to have around for myself, uh, hard work and does the little things right. So he's, uh, he's pretty awesome, dude. Hey, here's a question for you. I don't know. Maybe you, you guys both might have the answer for this one, but when you get injured in the NHL and you're out for a period of time, obviously like my junior team, we just, they're, they're not there. Like their gears yeah. there, but they're not there. Is your gear get moved and someone else comes in there and like if a draft in the American league gets called up? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I have my gloves out of my bag, but I was one of the trainers packs it up and puts it in storage. And then, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's weird, you know, like it's it's just, just different. Yeah. But, uh, it's always nice seeing your gear hanging up, but no, I, yeah, it's basically what happens. So we have, uh, in Chicago, it's pretty cool. Actually, just outside the uh, hotel window where I'm staying, the uh, rink and uh, the United Center back just in the background. So, quick little drive, but yeah. You should have done this podcast today from the room, like right inside. But, boys, get on Maybe here. Maybe a little tour. Got the guys in. <laughs> get them saying hey, hi. There's Caner stick handling. <laughs> right, yeah. I wouldn't even be able to warm up, like, watching K- – I'd just be watching Caner do stick handling, warm-ups and stuff like that. Good um note. Have you been, have you experienced like a Kaner Panarin warm up yet? Seeing Kaner and those guys fire pucks at each other yet? No, I don't think I have. I mean, we did play uh, New York. I was playing that game, uh, the Rangers, but I, I didn't see them doing anything like that. I, I don't do. know. I, yeah, I always I would... feel like I'm seeing videos of them just firing pucks at each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've heard they, uh, I think they're pretty good buddies. They're definitely a pretty dynamic duo when they're playing together here in Chicago. You were a Bucky in warm ups? <laughs> i do yeah i uh i i still wear the bucket it's i don't know if i'll yeah definitely definitely still wearing a bucket but a couple guys i don't know if my hair is like thick enough to actually have it stay in one position so i don't have to look at it yeah. yeah. the flow coming through i just got uses a bottle of whatever oh. kind of gel and i'm like oh. hey i uh one thing I actually remember is that big uh, Red Wings logo in your room. <laughs> oh, yeah. You... <laughs> oh, yeah. You still Painted. have that thing? Or what? Tell my parents, yeah. No, I, I don't know. No, he moved it to his new house. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it out of the wall. <laughs> out of the wall, brought it with me. Put it on the ceiling. Off. Yeah. That yeah. thing is legendary. Yeah, I missed that thing. That was cool. But not a uh, Wings fan anymore, though. Now I'm just neutral. Now it covers neutral. You, you were pretty uh, diehard Wings, though. I was, yeah. Datsuk and those guys, fun to watch. Snapper, Lindstrom, Malt. That might have been who you announced yourself as in many sticks down in the basement. <laughs> Datsuk. <laughs> okay, uh, I have one more here. I don't know what Turner has. We have our, our segment called Questions from the Gallery. But were you a golfer back then? I don't, I don't think you were. <laughs> back back like in the goulet days are you talking yeah I mean, okay so have you has your game grown from the goulet did you play it all on the road with the boys oh, at all? like the game has just went like this since the goulet days I but really? like i mean for the love of it i mean I'm not, <laughs> i still i still haven't broke 80 yet like i i okay. actually i got some pretty good golf stories i could tell you guys actually like oh, let's go um, the the one that comes to mind why uh, we we bring this up like once a year but I don't know. It was just like Wyatt and you had a membership at the Goulet or whatever. The old tri-pass. Um, pretty, yeah, pretty funny course, actually, looking back. But oh, yeah. um, I remember I, I'd always, uh, we, my mom or dad would drop us off and uh, Wyatt would golf and I would basically just walk around with him. I mean, same with when you guys would go. But uh, this day was just Wyatt and I was, I was just falling around with him. And uh, I think Wyatt's the first one to say that he was a little too serious about his golf game back in the day. <laughs> but I remember oh, one, I, I don't know what hole this was on or whatever, but, um, and, and you guys were great. Like coach, you're probably still a great golfer. I mean, you guys were, you guys were really like Wyatt, and you got, you guys were good. You guys could hit the ball and you guys, I don't know, 13 years old, maybe whatever. Yeah. But uh, I don't know what hole or anything it was on, but Wyatt teed up for a, a tee shot and he uh he's getting all ready and i would i couldn't say a word like i'd always have a bag of chips in the background and if i crunched the bag he'd be rattled he'd be like you can't be doing anything in the background so he uh he's getting all ready i don't know if he did like four or five or six practice swings with a very practice swing guy lined, lined it up and he uh 
he kind of, I don't even, he probably didn't even duff it bad, but he, he like a little duff and I, I let out a little giggle in the back and he flips his club around and whacks me in the wrist with his shaft of the golf club. I was like, holy, like what the hell just happened? But I mean, that's, that it's hilarious thinking back. He, he that loves abuse. It. Yeah. That abuse come back, <laughs> brother. A little whack on the wrist. I mean, and, yeah, I'm trying to think, but no, I, uh, still haven't broke 80 in my, uh, like legitimately. I mean, I'm sure I've taken some mulligans, but I, uh, I love golf's fun. I love it just for the social like aspect going out with your buddy or their friends, family, girlfriend, whatever. My just got my girlfriend into golf. And so it's nice going out with her too. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I actually think I was, we were at playing war. Have you played the legends warming? Oh yeah. Love that. Uh, track. Only when it's not windy though. Yeah. Oh, and if the, the wind just gets me every time, like I pound it, you have to aim like 40 yards left or whatever the wind's gone. But I, I was on pace. I would have shot 79, but I double bogeyed 18 out there. This, this past, I know this past summer and why, I, I don't know why I, uh, I hit a driver and put it in the water off the tee. I should have just laid off or something, but yeah why it was in my ear about that one i think i like three putted like just i felt it though you know you're putting like kind of had the yips or whatever do you play there in the summertime is that your home track uh i don't actually have a membership anywhere i just kind of just because my girlfriend's from uh red deer and we, we're kind of all not all over the place but I, I don't love golf enough to just go to the same course i like mixing it up going to the lake or whatever golf yeah. wherever so i think at one it would be nice to have a membership but play i one of my favorite courses probably elkridge actually up, uh, those yeah. those uh, courses sweet my that's my favorite course i love it there. it's sick up there i i think i like being in the trees the most yeah the the, the link styles are cool like uh warming and dakota dunes actually is another really yeah. Sweet course yeah that can eat you up though i oh, yeah. i don't know if i've had a good round though I love the dunes. It's nice. It's usually always in great shape. Warman's great. There's, there's a lot of nice courses around here, but Let's yeah, Elkridge, Elkridge. Is, Elkridge is mint. Yeah, Elkridge. I just, I just blow Elkridge. I love it there so much. Well, you played there what? How many times this summer? Twice. <laughs> Twice? Yeah. And now he loves it. So it's a legit track. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jay Reeser, let's go to our questions from the gallery sponsored by Molson Coors. Uh, Rip, what are some of the flavors here? Mango, black cherry uh strawberry yeah kiwi kiwi seen, there's so many they're unreal make sure you drink them do it drink lots of them obviously be safe be smart and always get home safe most of course unreal all right first nhl nhl goal and who's it against the calgary flames oh canadian he scored this is it yeah it was this year that he scored yeah it's is it at uh, home have you seen it? No, I was on the road. Oh. I actually had some friends and family there, so it was pretty cool to do that in front of them. But have you seen it, Coach? No, I'm looking at it right now. I should look up today. Walk us through it then. It's a, yeah, it's a snipe. Let's see. It was uh, the goalie actually kind of misplayed the puck, and I snuck it five hole. <laughs> it, uh, I had a freebie this weekend against your brother. Did you? Goalie went to go play it, and it just like wedged off his stick, and like just right in the slot, wide open. That thing. That, that, that's that's pretty much what actually happened. Oh, me. I did see this. Yeah. Yeah, here it is. Oh, that was kind of like Turner's goal this weekend. Yeah. Thank you. Fuck. Who cares? Perfect. One more NHL hey. goal than a lot of people suck it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, I actually think I had an assist that game too, so it was cool. It would have been nice to get the win, but um or a fight yeah, I, I know right always think about the two points so for the team i love that reese that's yeah. why you're that's why you're a captain <laughs> always think about selfish points there so yeah yeah no the, the flames have a good squad this year they're uh yeah they're, they're uh, yeah they're solid reese or turner turner all right uh what's your go-to pre-game meal Ooh, i uh i like eating lots kind of early in the day uh Throughout the day, I'll crush a pretty big breakfast, things like that. Lots of veggies at lunch. And then for the actual pregame meal, I just go chicken and pasta. Keep it pretty simple a couple hours before. I think that's uh, 
it's changed a bit since I used to have like craft dinner back in the day. When I <laughs> Hot dogs, Pepsi. I, I actually I can't believe that I used to have craft dinner for pregame meals. I, I loved it. My dad would load the cheese whiz and the extra cheese whiz and milk yeah. in there. Like how, <laughs> like how how did I have any legs? There uh, are some of the best suppers though. When I came over there, it was just like. I mean, I mean, we kind of shut your brother enough this podcast, but he was the pickiest eater ever. <laughs> Why would he eat like a buttered bun? That was it. Like, hey, now, he's actually, he's, uh, he's, he's legit now. He's crushing anything now. Yeah. I don't know if he has me in the cooking department. Like we might have to have a grill off on the barbecue this summer or something to see who's, who's better on the grill. But yeah, the, uh, we would have some pretty good meals back in the day. Hey? French fries. A ton of seasoning salt, hockey, <laughs> a hot dogs, and a can of Pepsi. Perfect. <laughs> and then we're on the ice. We yeah. For hours. It's perfect. So yeah. are you usually making this food or are you going to the rink and eating it? Uh, actually, we're really fortunate that the rink will provide and the nice. staff, the cooks at the rink do a good job. We have breakfast, lunch, uh, pregame meals there, and then also a postgame meal. So that's pretty cool. And also in, when I've been in Rockford, we uh, get quite a few meals too. And I know not a lot of American league teams do. So pretty, pretty awesome that way. You got any sickos on the team that just eat the most outrageous stuff? <sighs> yeah. He's like Patty Kane crushes hot dogs and craft dinner for a game. <laughs> there's not, I mean, there's not a ton of like crazy stuff. There's definitely some big eaters. Like I've seen that Juge, Juge I care. He, he can put away some food. I mean, uh, Connor Murphy actually he he's he, a body. He, he probably eats the the cleanest I've I've seen um in a guy so that's but eats a lot a lot of guys yeah it's pretty awesome having the food there you uh, never really go hungry that's for sure never go hungry all right ultimate foursome to play around and golf with ooh geez that's a good one there I gotta think about this for a sec here. Ooh. <laughs> that's a tough question. you think yeah. we'll come back to it we'll, we'll end the zoom yeah, it's and not, we'll come back it's not to the it sat's race right? yeah like <laughs> we'll go to the next question here sure. uh favorite beer after a hard-earned w uh i actually uh or drink you can say drink too i enjoyed ipas i uh never really liked those until this last couple of year but i mean probably a safe call is probably bud light you know? <laughs> nice bud light light beer <laughs> light beer will you ever change out of number 52 that actually got brought up i was talking i don't know who i was talking with just about how like the different numbers over the years but i actually really like the number 52 i mean i, I don't really it's never been a big deal i know lots of guys have like they've worn the same number from when they're a kid and I've never really been that way. I mean, it would have been nice, but didn't really have the opportunity to. So I, I like 52. I, uh, I actually, when they, when they gave me that, I was like, that's, that's when, you know, they want you uh, finishing your check. That's when you're <laughs> Training cap number. Yeah. You're like a young Jonathan Erickson out there. Wearing 52. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Rip anymore. Uh, we need the, we need the foursome question though. We need that. That's huge. That's, that's the biggest seller on the podcast. The I mean, uh, I mean, it may be just you two and Wyatt or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can't think of any like celebrity right now. Like there's definitely what like Tom Brady, you like football? Tom Brady would be pretty cool. I mean, actually it'd be cool to go like Belichick Brady, um, something like that. Another football Me. guy. Perfect. Right. We're done. That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Me, Belichick, Brady, Reese. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> Rip Karen the bags, caddy. Rip caddy. Four caddy yeah. for the boys. Yeah. That uh, there's actually some cool um, golf tracks around here that would be uh, that I've played that are pretty cool. We had. Right. A, I, I've never never had a caddy before this past year, and it was pretty cool. <laughs> What's your favorite course around Chicago then? uh played medina i think that's wow. where uh i think there's a tour you'd probably know better i think woods played there one of yep. The, yep. yeah medina that was the one one really nice course and cog hill also i think there's been a couple of tour tour tournaments there but there's a lot of there's a ton of nice ones but 
so much different than back home you know oh yeah well because the conditions are perfect <laughs> like yeah yeah the fairways are just perfect i guess like chicago's windy i guess but i was gonna say there's no wind but they have you ever played golf like on the road down in arizona or something like that no i uh, i haven't i know the last uh when the guys just went to vegas i think lots of them played uh i'm not sure what course in vegas but it looked pretty cool i've seen some pictures but no i haven't had the chance to do that yet reese my last question here uh we always end off with this one a piece of advice for a young listener today that you know whether they want to play pro hockey pro golf pro sports you know be a doctor uh just some advice for them listening today yeah, I think, um, I mean, it kind of sounds cliche or whatever, but it, it, it truly uh, hits home for me every time. I think the hard work and work ethic that you can put into every day um, can go such a, such a long way. I mean, uh, like as I kind of seen for myself and I'm continuing to see, but it's, it's the hard work. I think there's um, and, and it's doesn't, it's not always like pushing yourself to, uh, where you don't enjoy it, but it's just, it's just giving effort. I mean, giving effort every day. Um, some days are tough. I mean, you just got to keep pushing through that, whether it's injuries or, I mean, stuff with family, uh, it could be anything, but to, to be able to push through that and keep working hard. And as long as you enjoy what you're doing, I think, uh, it can, it can go a long way. So that's one thing I always like to uh, tell, uh, young listeners and, and things like that. So I think it's the work ethic, uh, the hard work, um, positive attitude. I mean, positive mindset, uh, those things can, can be pretty crazy. So. Well said Reese, uh, I don't know if you've noticed or listened to any of our podcasts, but every time we talk to someone that, uh, you know, for example, a guy that's part-time at Barstool comes on our show, he's full-time Barstool guy plays in the show. We talked about him. He scores the next night. So this will be a hosel bump when you're healthy and back. We hope, uh, you know, you're back on the ice soon. Yeah, we'll give you a five, six week bumper though. <laughs> five, Let's yeah, go. five, six week yeah. bumper. You get in there, you light it up. Um, yeah, buddy, man, I appreciate today. This has been fun. I'm happy you came on and hopefully we can do it again down the road. Yeah, totally guys. I, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on it. Uh, I was really looking forward to it and it's always nice catching up with, uh, some old buddies, but uh, I'll uh, come back on anytime. I appreciate the time and uh, all the best to you guys. We'll, uh, we'll keep in touch here. I'll shoot you guys a text or something over the next week or so. And we can uh, keep chatting. So I all appreciate right, it. You betcha. Take care, uh, buddy. Thanks fellas. Bye. Last mountain distillery is a proud sponsor off the Hosel podcast. Located and distilled in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, Last Mountain Distillery is a family-owned and operated located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. The heart of grain country. Our success lies in our commitment in producing high-quality, handcrafted spirits. Our signature products include Saskatchewan's best-selling, naturally-infused Dill Pickle Vodka, our naturally-infused organic cherry whiskey, apple pie moonshine, and more. Our craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Be sure to check them out at any retailer around the province. Nothing better than supporting local and enjoying a taste for all. Episode 106, Reese Johnson. Uh, Turn an hour on for this one. Had a lot of fun with it. Talked about Western League, Memmer, NHL, his first goal. Yeah. Turner, thoughts on the pod? Loved it. Had a great time with old Johnny there. Um, I loved how we gave it to his brother a little bit too. Yeah. He did stick in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Fuck sucker. Oh, that's who it was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah his brother, he apologized. I still don't forgive him. Fair. Pitchfork right in the teeth. Yeah. Yeah, that would hurt. But moral of the interview, though, was, was really good. I thought it was fun. Um, he's played with some cool dudes. Like, I've already played with Duncan Keith, uh, obviously Kane, Taze. Who else is there? Sierra Kirby Dog. Kind of, Kirby Dog. Yeah, he's there. Mark Andre um, Flurry. Flurry. Yeah, we, we didn't even get into the Flurry talk, unfortunately, but. 
Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. We messed that up. Yeah. Damn. But uh, no, good interview though. A lot of fun. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, Tori, what, uh, what's up this week for Grand My Gears? Oh, boy. I'll tell you what, when when people don't talk loud enough, it grinds my gears. Or they mumble, or they're facing away from you and don't talk loud. That drives me crazy. Because the guy I'm working with right now has been doing that all week. We've got wind going on and all sorts of shit and creeks running. I can't hear a damn thing he says. So he probably thinks I'm a prick because I don't respond because I'm tired of saying, what? What? Say that again? <laughs> or so huh? I just don't even say anything. Huh? I, I can tell that he's saying something. I just have no clue what it is. So speak up. Use your outside voice if you're outside. All right, Turner. Um, I'm not sure if people use Androids. <laughs> Repeat. <laughs> Repeat. I'm trying to think of anything happened to me this week, and it pissed me off. Losing money in the VLT? No, table games only. Losing money in a table game? Yeah, fucking. This, yeah, the dealer named Darren. This guy, we were playing blackjack. Darren, oh, I was just giving it to him all night, and he loved it. I, I would be, we would play blackjack. I'd be sitting 19, he, him, 20. I'd be sitting 20, him, 21. Like, there's a whole fucking time. I'm like, Darren, I'm going to punch you in the fucking nose. And you just laugh. We, there, was, there was five of us playing. We took over a table. It was so funny. That By giving tough. it to him, you meant, you meant your money? Yeah, but I was also carving. I'm like, how is just his cards that he was pulling. Yeah, he won that tough. battle. Yeah, he, and he was only working me. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. All so right, boys. Dar- Darren grinds my gears. <laughs> Darren from <laughs> Dre Eagle Resort Casino. What uh, What else we got here before we wrap it up? Uh, NFL happened today. I don't know if anyone watched. Yeah, I heard Tom Brady storm back. Yeah, storm back, scored with like less than a minute left or something like that. And then Casey went and kicked field goal. So there will not be a repeat champion. And then Kansas City just won. Uh, hang on one sec. Yeah, Kansas City won late. It was tied late and they won. So. Every game this week was good if you're an NFL fan. Yeah, no kidding. Turner, any last minute thoughts here? Uh, no last minute ones. All right. Thoughts I have to think about. Episode 106. There it is. That was it. Murray Stewart. Um, what's up there, Tori? I want to give a shout out to Tommy Sallow, ex NHL goalie. What a stud. <laughs> goalie. Tommy Sallow. That guy was legendary. Uh, okay, there it is, 106. The boys were here. We got another beauty coming up next week. Hope you enjoyed it. Peace. See ya.